First and foremost, all praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God Almighty, the Creator, the Sustainer, the All-Hearing, and the All-Seeing. And may peace, blessings be upon our beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, his family, his companions, and all the believers until the final day. Dear respected brothers and sisters, elders and children in Islam, I greet you with the best greeting. May peace and blessings be upon each and every one of you. We are so fortunate to be guided. We are so fortunate to be seated here in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this very moment. The hadith of the Prophet tells us that angels surround those that are gathered for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mercy descends upon them, tranquility covers them, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remembers them in a gathering of His own. We learn from the verse above that tranquility of the heart is in the remembrance of Allah. Dear respected brothers and sisters, we reflect, do we live in a world and a time of tranquility? Rather, we live in an overwhelming time. Have we ever felt overwhelmed, anxious, worried, or scared? Are we feeling any of these emotions now? In this worldly life, we are constantly challenged to reach the pinnacle of academic and monetary success. Under such expectations, at times, we feel mentally, physically, and spiritually depleted. If this sounds relatable, know that you are not alone. The number of choices out there are overwhelming. We consume more information on a daily basis than people in the past would on a monthly basis. So, as Muslims in the 21st century Britain, how do we deal with this feeling and sense of being overwhelmed? By the end of this khutbah, I pray that you and I have the tools and the knowledge necessary to deal with it in a positive way. First we ask, why do we get overwhelmed? Who do we attribute our accomplishments to? If it is our own egos and our desires, our Lord allows us to get overwhelmed. However, when one turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He eases even the greatest calamities. He gives people the patience, endurance, and perseverance to get through unimaginable challenges. So, my dear respected brothers and sisters, first and foremost, we find healing and peace in the remembrance and mindfulness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Truly, it is in the remembrance of God that hearts find peace. If we are looking for tranquility, peace, and happiness, we find it in the routine of our beloved Prophet The next thing we need to do is set boundaries revealed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and taught to us by our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses us in the Qur'an, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تُحَرِّمُوا طَيِّبَاتِ مَا أَحَلُّ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ وَلَا تَعْتَدُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُحِبُّ الْمُعْتَدِينَ 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, O you who believe, do not forbid the good things God has made lawful to you and do not exceed the limits. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not love those who exceed the limits. From this we take that we must accept the permissible as permissible and we must accept the prohibited as prohibited. We have a beautiful faith that is easy to practice. Let us not make it unbearable or difficult for ourselves or others. Next, we must establish a purposeful routine in our lives. We structure our days and activities in a way that are beneficial to our worldly life and to our hereafter. Activities and responsibilities such as prayer, work, family, and self-care. We need time for silence, contemplation, and self-accountability. Rather than juggling multiple things and jumping from task to task, we must be selective and intentional in what we prioritize. Our beloved Prophet would start his day early and end his day early. We wonder what is our purpose? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the angels, Inni ja'ilun fil khalifa. I am putting a successor on earth. So from this we learn that we have a purpose to our existence. We have a legacy to leave behind in this short life. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to value our time and spend it wisely. Also, gratitude is a tool through which we become high achievers. We turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we express gratitude for all the blessings that He has bestowed upon us. We do our best and be content with the results. We then seek barakah and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is you alone we worship and it is you we ask for help. This abundance mentality recognizes that time is in God's control. Remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised us If you are thankful, I will give you more. The power of gratitude is that negativity fades away. If we truly want to experience the power and help of, uh, of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our lives, we must be grateful. We also rise through patience and humility. Stress and anxiety should never be the reason we mistreat our family and friends. Rather, we should turn to silence regulate our emotions and respond in a calm state. We let our intellect control our ego and anger rather than our anger and ego controlling our intellect. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises those that control their anger. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ فِي السَّرَّاءِ وَالذَّرَّاءِ وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْظِ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ those who give both in prosperity and adversity, who restrain their anger and pardon people. God loves those who do good. In this verse is a sign for the righteous that restraining their anger and pardoning people is a means to becoming beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
May Allah make us from those that have control over our emotions. The next attribute, prophetic attribute, we need to instill within ourselves to prevent overwhelm is compassion. We must be compassionate towards ourselves and others. Abdullah ibn Amr who reported that the Prophet said, the merciful will be shown mercy by the most merciful. Be merciful to those on the earth and the one in the heavens will be merciful upon you. We should make time for physical, mental, and spiritual well-being and healing. This balance will allow us to be compassionate towards others. We must realize that Islam is not just prayer. It is our character, conduct, and morals as well. Are we being compassionate to our families, co-workers, classmates, neighbors, and strangers? Are we being compassionate to animals, nature, and the environment? We learn compassion from our guide and role model, our beloved Prophet وسلم, about whom Allah says in the Quran, It was only as a mercy that we sent you, O Prophet, to all the people. How did the Prophet وسلم, deal with stressful and overwhelming situations? Aisha anha tells us, that she asked the Prophet peace and blessings be upon him if Uhud was his toughest day of his life. Our Prophet replied that it was Ta'if. We reflect on our most difficult times. When was the last time you were in a situation where everything seemed so challenging? Now imagine going through that challenge without the support of your family, friends, and loved ones. For him وسلم, that is the year that he lost his queen, his beloved wife, and the mother of his children. That year he also lost his uncle and caretaker. It is known as the year of grief. He had spent many years preaching the oneness of Allah Wa to the people of Mecca and in return received their abuse. He then goes to a city 50 miles away called Ta'if to deliver God's message. He had the pain of losing his loved ones and he had the hope for his small community of believers to live and worship in safety and security. And so he speaks to the chiefs of the town and they mock him. They send people to throw rocks at him. Our beloved prophet's body is bloodied. He is disheartened at their inability to grasp the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He وسلم, made a supplication to Allah in his overwhelming state. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responded to the Prophet's prayer. As he is returning home, Jibreel السلام, and the angel of the mountains greeted him and said, send us to do what you wish. The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, said, I hope that God Almighty will bring forth from their generations those who will worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. The Prophet showed us that compassion represents the true spirit of Islam. Even in a sad, painful, and overwhelming state, he did not want revenge. Rather, his goal was mercy, guidance, and goodness for humanity. 
if we deal with the overwhelm of this worldly life in a positive, prophetic, and God-pleasing way, then there are glad tidings for us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا فَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ For those who say, our Lord is God, and then follow the straight path, there is no fear, nor shall they grieve. أُولَٰئِكَ أَصْحَابُ الْجَنَّةِ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا جَزَاءً بِمَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ they are the people of paradise, there to remain as a reward for what they did. If we are faithful, honest, and strive towards goodness, we have nothing to worry about. A beautiful and eternal abode awaits us, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's promise is true. Inna wa'adallahi the Prophet ﷺ prayed, Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum, bi rahmatika astaghith, aslih li sha'ni kullah, wa la takilni ila nafsi tarfata ayn. O ever living, ever sustaining, in your mercy do I seek refuge in settling all my affairs right. Do not leave me to my ego for even the blink of an eye. From this we conclude that it is not the tasks or life that overwhelms us, it is our heedlessness, ego, and arrogance that overwhelms us. Happiness, peace, and tranquility is found in the remembrance of God Almighty, in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May our hearts find tranquility through compassion and gratitude. May we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for comfort in our most difficult moments. May we have clarity and certainty that our Lord is our only sustainer, protector, and supporter. May we navigate this life and its challenges with balance, structure, and God consciousness.